Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Make Your Own Destiny Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to shape your future. Today, we are joined with our brothers from Connectors Club, the Elevate Group. You guys have surely been asking a lot of questions who they are, where they're from, what do they do. But today, you guys are going to know the inside and outs. You're going to know more about the Elevate Group, how it started, where is it going from now, how do they see themselves 10 years from now, what are their visions, how did they make their own destiny, and how are they still facing their challenges and how they're overcoming the challenges. So today we're joined with some of the members. We're going to name the others that are not here, fortunately, but we're joined with the members that shall talk more about Elevate. But before we proceed, let's hear a little bit of word from our co-host, Musa. Yeah, bro, that's really nice. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode today because I have a lot to learn from Elevate. You know, this year, by far, Elevate the best team that I've worked with. Like, thank you. The way we started and we made it happen. We had a very big event, man, it was crazy. So I'm so excited. I know we have talked a lot, but I'm sure you have a lot more to share with the audience. So I'm expecting this one to be a banger. So without further ado, most people who are following us are not subscribed. They're watching, but they're not subscribed. So guys, please subscribe and follow us on other social medias, on Instagram, we're really going right there. And follow us on other platforms as well, such as Rambo. Yeah, let's do this, bro. Sounds good. So before we proceed, let's hear from the main guests. Let's say about who they are. Let them introduce themselves and let's know about them a little bit. And let's know deep about the Elevate Group. Welcome, guys. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. So uh, before I introduce myself, I just want to say thank you to Make Your Own Destiny Podcast for having you, for having us here. Um, we are really excited to give you guys some insights on how we run, and obviously we'll talk a bit more about how Connectors Club went down. So for you guys over there, thank you guys for attending. But yeah, so some of you may know me, some of you may not. My name is Lawrence, and I'm our co-founder of Elevate Events, and um, I'm with one of my team members right here. So, uh, yeah, my name is Mervyn, uh, and I work with Lawrence and the rest of our team in Elevate Events. Uh, you know, we're all co-founders. We all started it as a group uh, together about three years ago now, almost to the date. Um, so it's me, Mervyn, Lawrence. Uh, we have David, Aaron, Nyanda, Tegenye, and Eddie. So our team consists of seven individuals that you know make everything happen. That's very cool. That's very cool. Now tell us a bit more about Elevate Group. How did Elevate Group start? I mean, you're all studying, right? So what made you guys decide that okay, let's start an event company while we're studying? Or how how do you guys make it happen? So it's whenever whenever I hear this question and whenever I tell the story, it's it's almost, not almost, but it did kind of happen by accident, kind of. So I remember, like I said, it's been three years, almost to the date. So in 2020, you know, what was the biggest thing that happened in 2020? It was, it was COVID. COVID yeah. right? So there was COVID, we were inside. Um, those are really much to do. Right? All over the world, people are panicking. They didn't know whether they could, some people were abroad, they didn't know whether they could come, they could come back. Some people were here, they didn't know whether they could go abroad. So, you know, it was, the seven of us sitting together during COVID, you know, in our houses, 
nowhere to go, nothing to do. So, you know, we're like, it's hard times, you know, people are bored, people are uncertain. Let's, you know, let, let's enjoy ourselves a little bit. Right, so obviously nothing too crazy, uh, but we got a few friends together and we decided to host them for uh, a, a get together at one of our friends' um, houses. So that was the intention. So we sent out invites to our friends, whatever, whatever, meet us here on this day. And the reception and turnout that we got, it was just, it was incredible. So anyone that was there, I mean, I don't know, maybe you guys don't remember, but we do remember that first event. So anyone that was there, anyone that pulled through for the first one, we appreciate you because, you know, you guys became part of history that day. That was very honest. That was very honest. I mean, I'm more interested in the, the, the formation of the company side. Mm. You guys said there's seven individuals in the group, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you guys coordinate stuff? How, what, um, it's a big number of group. Surely there's some challenges within the team. How do you guys overcome those challenges as a team? Uh, mostly, we have a system that works. So as Elevate, we don't believe anybody is anybody's boss, you know. Uh, we all started this thing together and pretty much most of us do all the same things together, right? So why should somebody be anybody's boss? So when you have that dynamic, it's kind of easier and you know you guys are all equal. It's kind of easier. So you know, okay, um, this day it is doing this. Or, okay, I can't do this. Abdul, can you do this? You know? It just becomes simpler like that. And you guys are working together. What makes it even better is that we've known each other for a very long time. We've been friends for over 10 years, all of us. So it kind of helps stick the business together because we know each other so well on a personal level to a point where we can tell each other anything. And it's not going to affect somebody's feelings, right? You tell them, be like, hey, I don't think you did this right. Or I don't think you're doing this right. And it would be pretty okay. Like, it would be pretty okay. It would be just one of them things would be like, okay, my bad. I'm going to do this instead, you know? Before we dive into more of the um, Elevate group or the insights of it, let's talk more a little bit about Connectors Club. Mm -hmm. I mean, Connectors Club just passed by. First of all, we should all big up to ourselves, man. Oh, yeah. That was oh, one hell of a That was one of the events, man. Musa, Musa, what you got to say for that, man? I also was experienced like working with Elevate. As I said before, like working with Elevate, it was one of the best teams that I've worked with this year. And actually, how the idea of Connectors Club came along, it was crazy. You know, actually, you were the one who came to me and you told me, like, okay, there's this team called Elevate, they organize events, so we should do this event connect people yeah and then it turned out to be amazing and we actually prepared a documentary for since like the first day when we started organizing the meetings and everything I hope that documentary is gonna come out soon for people to see it so in case anyone wants to organize their own event yeah they will learn from that documentary the challenges that we faced how we did it everything was documented so I'm so excited about that. But one thing I really want to know is like, you guys, how did you pick your niche? How did you decide that, okay, we're gonna be this hosting events? So, like I said in the beginning, it was almost by accident, right? But the reason that we decided to stick to it and continue to grow is because on that day that we had our very first event, 
we realized that, um, and it does tie into Connectors Club, but we realized that us as individuals on the team, we, you know, we have connections. We have good friends that are willing to come out and support us. You know, we know people that, you know, will want to come and want to have a good time with us and, and support us and see us grow. So we decided not to let that opportunity and that realization go to waste. So the way we picked our niche is, you know, off the back of that first event, the good reception that we had and the potential for longevity and growth. Because honestly, the events management business in Tanzania is, is being run by a select few. Right? There's only one or two groups that we all know that do the main events in Dar es Salaam and even in Tanzania, to be honest. So we decided that since this market is very unsaturated, untapped, and has a lot of potential and room for growth, especially amongst our demographic, the youth, we decided to stick to it and, you know, we've never looked back. But um, talking about the niche, don't you guys think, um, obviously you said it was during COVID times and obviously it, was, it would be the age group that wanted to go out and stuff. But we're all growing, right? Mm -hmm. So what makes you guys think that the same niche should be coming to elevate group or elevate events? What do you guys have planned or what, what's you guys' solution to that? Yeah. I think as time goes by, the nature of our events is going to change as well, right? Yeah. So we saw it this summer. We hadn't done anything like Connectors Club, never. But this was the first time we hosted a networking event. And I can say 80% of the people there, these were people we've never seen in our lives before. You know, so as we get older, things are going to change. Obviously, some things may remain the same, but really and truly, I feel like I really trust the people that come to our events because more time we are hosting events and it is the same people. We have our crowd. It's they're going they're going to be these people that stick with us through thick and thin. They're going to be these people through thick, through thick and thin. So whenever we have bad days, they're there. Whenever we have good days, they're there. It doesn't matter because they know whatever happens, we're still going to bounce back. Yeah. And they have, you know, like you said, he mentioned trust. The same way we, you know, trust our customers. Um, I think it's safe to say that our customers trust our brand. Because right? like Lauren said, we've had good days. We've had bad days, like everyone in every business. But, you know, when it comes down to it, the people come, the people support us because they know what to expect when they come to us. When we post on Instagram when we do the setup, when we host an event, we are putting our brand out to the world and we want that brand to mean something, right? We want that brand to, to mean more than just a party, right? Which is the, the, common, the, the common narrative with our events. We want our brand to mean something more. So as time goes and as we grow, you know, and we continue to do different things like Connect This Club and, and so on and so on and some other things we have planned, you know, we trust that our brand and our crowd will grow together. That's one of the insights that you guys didn't know. Um, this is how Elevate Group has been performing. And it's only five minutes in, but I hope you guys are taking notes on how you can run your own company. It's not easy, but stay tuned to find out how you can make it easy by Elevate Group. So, um, I mean, you're all studying, right? And everyone's yeah. studying abroad. Yeah. So my question is that, do these parties only run during summer? If not, how do you guys handle operations while you guys are abroad? Okay, so Elevate operates in Tanzania and back in British Columbia. 
Canada, which is where I study. So what we try and do is have events running throughout the year back in Canada. And when we do come back here, that's peak time. That's where all of our clientele is. They're going to be back home, back from university, and they're ready to come to our events, right? So it would be a thing of <coughs> we would, we have tried it out. We would have events whenever we're not here because let's be honest, like it's as easy as just hiring somebody or a couple of people, instructing yeah. them, do this, do this, do that, do this. Exactly. But it comes down, it comes down to the execution. I really feel like no matter what professional you find, no matter somebody that's been doing events for five, 10 years, they're not going to do the same way we'd like for it to be done. Exactly. You know? They're yeah. not going to give out the same elevated experience that we'd give out if we were here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Sure. And there is, you know, when it comes to events, it's all about the experience. Like you said, right? There is only one elevator, there's only one team, and there's a reason why you know we've been steadily growing and there's a reason we haven't given up and there's a reason why you know it hasn't died out fizzled out right because you know even any business with this events even this podcast right if you don't stick to it if you don't have a vision if you don't have a strong brand you won't survive in the world of business right? i think doing you know doing business independently as events and the podcast and doing business together with connectors club I think we can all agree that, you know, we we have something that, that, you know, a lot of people may not when it comes to, you know, working, implementing and making sure things get done. So, yeah. Talking about that one aspect, you said there's only one elevator. So we've been going around. I mean, we hang out a lot. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing some people that are trying to copy the brand. What am I going to say <laughs> to the people that... <laughs> that are trying to copy this. I mean, there's, there's some people that are actually trying to copy, there's some people who are trying to copy everything else. What have you got to say to them? I think, uh, them. <laughs> I think uh, one, of our, one of the guys on our team, yeah, he made a comment to us that was, <laughs> it was, it was very funny. It says, for, for, all the, for all our international listeners, I'm sorry, I'll translate it a bit, but it's, it's a kufa kuiga. <laughs> for all our international listeners that mean listen you die trying to copy someone else you know and I, i'm not saying that bad blood obviously it's all just but the the truth of that statement is you know don't what works for me might not work for someone else you know so just because you see you know you guys have a very successful podcast who's to say if elevate the podcast tomorrow it will be as successful as you guys you know so well, the Gufa Guiga is more than a joke, you know, it's more than, it's more than that, you know, it's, we want everyone to know that, you know, we, we do what we do and we do it well and it works for us. To be fair, you know, adding on that, right, at the end of the day, like, whoever these guys are, you guys are just giving us free publicity. Right? <laughs> I, I really wouldn't do that. You guys are just giving us free publicity. Yeah, like, to you guys, I don't, I don't understand. Like, everybody's going to think it's us anyway, so... I don't know. Keep doing what you're doing, but I don't know. Do you think it's working? <laughs> because the way I saw, they didn't just copy what you're doing. They even copied your name. So how do you handle that when someone takes your name? Mm. I mean, like Lauren said, any publicity is good publicity. You know, if you're putting our name out there, you know, this is the first time that people are seeing us on the team, right? A lot of people may not know who we are. So if you're putting our name out there, thank you. We appreciate you. 
we're glad that we're getting visibility. I feel like a little lesson that you guys need to learn is that we talked about this in our last episode, right? We were saying that um, there was a quote that you're telling me. It was about someone's copying the work, but someone still. I mean, if you want to try, if you want to try copy someone, at least do it discreetly or like take in, do something different. Yeah. If you're doing it like that, I promise you're not gonna make it. Like respectfully, yeah. you're not going to make it. Not like rich people do copy each other, okay? Oh, yeah. But then you copy and do something different. Facebook, um, WhatsApp, Snapchat, it's literally all the same thing. Mm. But it has its own features that the other other platform does not have. Yeah, make it so different. be different, man. Stop copying that, like, bro. There's only one LV as you said in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so what I've seen from your team, the members of Elbe team, they're very young. Some of you, you are in your early 20s, and some are even teenagers. So in business, there are a lot of challenges that people face. Business is very, very difficult, and it's not always rainbows and shine. It's not always rainbows and sunshines. Mm. So there are a lot of storms that can make your business die. Mm. So how do you handle your challenges, or what challenge have you ever faced that was very difficult and you thought like, oh man, if we survive this, nothing will ever stop us. So let's talk about the challenges that you're facing or running your business. So uh, something I can think about off the top of my head, uh, we had an event a couple of years back. I think this was our first year running and we had an event towards the end of the year. So we had, we had a bit of an issue with the music situation. So obviously, um, just like any other event, you need to have a DJ, right? But one thing that clearly we did not know until that moment is that I would say if you're ever if you're ever gonna bring a DJ to an event, make sure you've listened to what he's played before. You know, make sure you listen to what he's played before yeah. because you don't want no surprises. That's something oh, yeah. you don't want no surprises. And at the end of the day, nobody likes being told what to do, right? Exactly. So it'll be a thing of let's say people would want to hear this type of music but the DJ himself is, is specified to a certain type of music yeah. where it's so hard to get him to change that yeah. and play something that people actually want to hear. But uh, right now, I say we don't really have problems like that right now. Like shout out to DJ Pato. If you guys don't know him, you'll get to know him. One of the best DJs I've ever seen in my life. Definitely. So that's our brand DJ and we work together right now. And Pato plays everything, right? Pato oh, yeah. plays everything, really. Like, he's, he's, he's so good at this. So if any of you guys watching and are wondering who Pato is, please reach out to us and we can talk. So, I mean, talking about the, the whole challenge part, okay, and let's go inside the whole event thing. How do you guys make sure that an event is memorable for people? For example, mm. I've been to an event where I pay, let's say, for example, let's say 10,000, right? I go to an event and I go home regretting that I paid the 10000 How do you guys make sure that when someone goes inside your arena, they're like, okay, my money was well spent. How do you guys make sure that Elevate does that? That's a very good question. It's a very, very good question. And, you know, like you said, throwing events, right? This, and this is what people need to realize. For anyone that wants to do events, it's not about you, right? So everyone has their preferences. Everyone has their taste in music and drinks, whatever it may be you need to remember the event is not about you. You have people coming to events, paying money to come and have a good time. So you need to do your absolute best to make sure 
you cater to your audience, you cater to your customers, right? So where that could be a bit challenging is, um, you know, let's say one of us on the team wants to do, uh, wants to have a theme for one of our events, right? And it could be a very good idea for us. Like we all agree, we're all on board, but then we need to stop for a second and think, okay, how will this be received by our consumers, right? So we think about what's popping right now as far as music is concerned. What's the hot genre? Right, right now, it's, I'm a piano, it's taking over the streets. <laughs> it's, it's taking over, it's here and it's here to stay. So um, some of us may not like I'm a piano personally, right? But that does not change that that's what the consumers want. That's what people want to listen to. So it's not about us. Whoever doesn't like it, they're just gonna have to step out, right? Or just gonna have to bear with it and, and listen to it, right? So that's one example of certain challenges that we could face in-house to think, okay, how do we best cater to our audience? How do we make sure people have a good time? How do we make sure that you know people get their value for money, right? So what we want as customers of Elevate is for you to come to our events, pay money, and leave not regretting it. So that's why um, it can get challenging sometimes to think, you know, how do we, how do we best do this? You know, okay, for like Lauren talks about the DJ, you know, okay, what's what's the DJ playing? He's playing on my piano. How long is it playing for? What's he playing before that? What's he playing after that? Right, the venue. What venue are we getting? Right, what venue uh, are we getting that can accommodate as many people as we need for that event? Right, what theme are we gonna have? You know, how will this be received? You know, these are all things that we take. <laughs> I don't think people know how much time. How much of our personal time that we put into the business like it's 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 not a joke right you know you guys come for for the day for a few hours and we want you to come we want you to enjoy but you know we also want to be real and candid with everyone that's listening that you know it's, it's hard work right we take time out of our day to brainstorm to plan to implement and you know it's, it's all for the consumers on top of that is um we've seen other groups that try and do the same thing but obviously, I don't think in the long run it has been able to survive. But how do you guys make sure that you guys are still in the market? You guys, obviously, say for example, for a whole year you guys don't even think come do it during the summer. How do you guys make sure that you guys are still going to be remembered? I think when it comes to events, one of the biggest things is that you need to learn how to adapt, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll give you guys an example. Last year, uh, our first event was a white lights party. No, nobody ever heard of a white lies party. Yeah. So we had so many questions, calls, like what's going on? Like what am I supposed to wear? Mm. And it'd be easy. Like you'd think that people would understand like what they're supposed to do, right? But it's not so common. Mm. It's not so common. So it's one of those things where we just get from the exposure that we have that, okay, um, this time I'm going to try this. This mm. time I'm going to try this. Mm. And if it works, it works, right? Mm. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So it's just a matter of how, like what Mervyn said, how your consumers perceive it. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the best ways to try to stay relevant is to just try, try to do something different every time. Yeah. Like nobody wants to see something repetitive all yeah. the time, over and over and over again. Nobody wants to see that, yeah. right? It gets very old very, very quickly. So yeah, man, like Lauren put it very, very well for that. White Lies Party was... And it was a bit of a challenge getting that across to the consumers, but you know we do things like that at the risk of being not understood. But the goal is for people to have, like I said, a new experience, right? Something different. If it's the same thing all the time, and you know there's no longevity, right? There's no longevity without growth, and that goes for any business out there. So yeah, we do our very very best to make sure that you know 
we we spice it up, right? We spice it up, make things a bit different. And like you said, it's thanks to the exposure that we have. Shout out to Fizo. Fizo is actually he's a very good friend. I met him in Dubai, he's a very good friend of mine. But you know, like Fizo said, it's about exposure, right? You need to go out there, you need to open your mind to new ideas, to new things. And you know, that's that's the way you can compete in the market. Yeah. Exposure is the enemy to ignorance. Shout out Fizo. Yeah. But I mean, sorry, talking about the exposure part, I mean, what's that? Times two again. If you guys have not watched the episode, go watch that previous episode, Fizo. We talked a lot more about exposure. But talking about exposure, we're still trending. Our comments are still trending. People are cussing us out. They think that we are trying to downfall the community talking about exposure. Respectfully, we all we're all in the abroad. What's you guys' thoughts on exposure like? You guys talked about saying, oh, you get new ideas from being exposed, right? Yeah. What's your guys' thoughts? I mean, I don't, have you said, I don't, I have not heard anyone in Tanzania do an Africa Caribbean party. It was a good, it was the best party I've ever been to Thanks in Tanzania. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So, just a simple, okay, that's that was an example, but how do you guys think exposure has helped your business? Well, you know, the thing is, right, a lot of us study in so many different places in the world. So, we are people in Canada. We have people in the States, we have people in Dubai, right? Even some close associates that we work with, they go to school in the UK, right? So you see different things everywhere that you go. You see the nightlife is very different everywhere. Everywhere that you're going to go, the nightlife is very different. So what I can say is at the end of the day, it does come down to where you physically are at that point. But bringing exposure into this, right? It's just a thing of try, try your best and take it as a learning tool. Try take it as a learning opportunity. You don't have to be somewhere abroad for you to gain exposure. You know? Look at what people are doing. Use the internet. The internet is your friend right now. Look at what people are doing online. I tell these guys all the time, everybody that I work with, I tell them all the time, a lot of inspiration that we get if it's not us being there physically, we get it online, right? Everything is there to our disposal right now. You have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have Facebook. Pretty much anything that you want to look up, any ideas you want to get, you can get it. So I don't think it's, it's something that people should be stressing about, really. It shouldn't be that big of a deal and say that, um, like, for people that are situa situated here, it's hard to get exposure. No, just build your connections, right? That's what Connectors Club was about, right? <laughs> you met people that are from all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. These guys have traveled everywhere, mm -hmm. everywhere. So you can learn a thing or two from them, right? And then use that. Like Monty said, don't copy, but use that to establish and build a foundation of your own. Exactly. Yeah, and <clears throat> like Lauren said, it's, you know, the the comments were were very lively because you know some people uh, honestly they don't have the means right some people in Tanzania a lot of people in Tanzania they don't have the means to go out so you know that conversation wasn't happening from a place of of you know uh, looking down on anyone but it was you know it was it was advice right like Lauren said if you can't travel you have the internet right most people have a mobile phone most people have connection to the internet 
go on TikTok, go on Instagram, you know, go on YouTube, see what's going on, you know, see what's happening. Even the news, see what's happening, see what's going on outside of where you are, try and get exposed, you know, and that way, you know, you grow, you prosper. And as Fizo said, exposure is the enemy of ignorance. So I have attended a couple of your events and they're always nice and well planned and organized and I had fun, to be yeah, honest. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for that. So have you ever had any event that you organized and it didn't go as planned? Just share with us a story about that. If you <laughs> yeah. have any. Yeah, there was, there was one event that, um, I think I like that question because in, in business, there's success and there's failure. So, and, and nobody should be shy to, to, to share their, their failures as well. It's part of life, it's part of business, and it's, you know, it's how things go. So, for one of our events on, it was 2021. So, our second year doing events, still fairly fresh. Um, we had uh, a cocktail table set up and a new DJ that we hadn't used. So, um, for the cocktail table, uh, you know, us being still new, there were some things we didn't really figure out beforehand with our cocktails guy, right? One of them being um, how much setup that he needs from us and how much that he's going to come with. So he got there now. Uh, he assured us that everything was good. He came with his team. He had a table set up. He had his drinks, whatever, whatever. And I, I asked again that, okay, is this everything? Like, if there's anything more that you need, please let me know before you run out. So there's drinks cups, napkins, straws, anything. Just let me know before it runs out so I have some time to pop out to the store and come back. Don't tell me when you're dry because then it'll be a hold up, right? Yeah. So I've said that, events is going now. Events is going, people show up as I do. I'm making sure everything is good at the gate. People coming in, people getting drinks, the music is good. So as I step in now to check on the music, the DJ isn't playing the set that we had agreed on. Uh, so we agreed on a particular set early so that, you know, before people get there, a particular set when people are there, so it's live, the people have a good time, and a set towards the end. But he was playing all the songs they should be playing in the middle when it's packed at the beginning. So, you know, this, this wasn't making any sense. So I go in there, um, you know, my, my, uh, uh, another guy on the team is outside. I'm inside, I'm telling him, yo, like, stick to the set, please. You know, people aren't here yet. We don't want to have too many repetitions as far as songs. Cool. So I step out now. The cocktail guy's outside and there's a queue. There's a queue at the cocktail. Like, okay, this doesn't make sense. There's four guys there making cocktails. What's going on? So I go around the side and I ask them, you know, what, what's happening? Why is there a queue? He tells me he ran out of cups five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so he's run out of cups five minutes ago. So now it's, the, the tap isn't running no more. It's dry. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I tell, um, you know, the guy on the t uh, one of the guys on the team, my business partner, I tell him, listen, just make sure the DJ is playing like he should. I'm popping out to the store to get more cups and I'll be back, right? And this time, it was pretty late in the night, but, um, you know, I was expecting at least one shop close by to be open. You should expect the unexpected <laughs> in life because I went to the closest shop to where the event was, it was closed. The one next to it closed. The one next to it closed. I think I drove for about almost 10 minutes. I drove almost 10 minutes out. Finally got to a shop that had cups, got the cups. I'm getting a phone call now from my business partner. He's telling me, yo, like, 
the queue is very long, no drinks, and the DJ is still not playing his set. So I rush back now, I give the guy cups, whatever, whatever, drinks are flowing now. Right? DJ is still not playing the correct set. Like, if for anyone that was there for the events, or the or since anyone, if you had a good time, I'm glad. But just know, I'm giving you a little sneak peek here behind the scenes. Just know that behind the scenes, like, our heads were hot. It was a very stressful, very stressful event. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, like I said in the beginning, you have to be flexible. You, know, you have to take things as they come on. You have to be flexible. You need to know that, okay, this is the issue. How am I fixing it? Okay, there's no cups. Pop out, get cups. The DJ is messing about. Speak to the DJ. The gate. You need to be very, very flexible. And you need to um, just stay calm. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's very uh, underestimated when it comes to business. Just to be in calm. Stay calm, really. Stay calm. Because panicking doesn't help anyone. Because if you panic, to people on your team, it looks like you aren't dependable. And to people that are coming to the events, it looks like, you know, these guys, these guys aren't serious. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. So, obviously, that was an event that was very, very stressful, uh, 2021. But, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that, like like you said, it comes in business. You know, you have your ups, you have your downs, but it's still definitely a down. <laughs> yeah. So, since today is all about, um, main topic is all about finding your niche. Mm. Obviously, I'm sure there's people out there that want to know how to find their niche. So, what advice would you guys give to someone who's basically young and maybe, maybe they're trying to start something at an event or any business that they're doing? How do you think is the correct way to find your niche? So, what I want to say is, don't be scared to try something out. Really, what I can say is find something that you're passionate about and prioritize as much time as you can into it. Because the more work you put into it, you see the greater effects of it, right? Yeah. Like, that's what they all say. The more work you put into it, you see the better effects of it. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have time to improve yourself. Not only are you improving yourself, you're improving your business as well. And you're improving the service that you're giving out to your customers. Yeah. So you're hitting so many birds with one stone just by making sure that you, you, you foster that relationship of having discipline with yourself and knowing, okay, this is the time I can do this, and this is the time I can do this, and no, I need to do this first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, at the end of the day, discipline is very important, like you said, right? So some people, out there that have listened or are listening, they might say, well, maybe I'm not really passionate about anything, right? You shouldn't let that stop you either. You know, us, this is something that we did, it's something we enjoy doing, so we do it and, and you know, we continue to grow. But if there's something that you want to get into business, but there's not really that one thing that you're passionate about, that's where discipline that Lauren mentioned comes in. That's where discipline plays a very, very big part because you know, we've all had days where, I'm sure even you guys have had days where, oh, you're tired, you don't want to record today. No more, you've got to tell Musa, like, bro, let's just put it off. Like, it, it won't hurt. But there's that element of, okay, I have to do this. You know? When, when you switch your frame of thinking and think to myself, okay, this is, it has to get done. Right? Certain things, uh, you know, you need to think of it as, as, as a must. Right, it's like, you know, for example, I'm sure there's things that you, we all have to go out to drink water every day, right? We all wake up, we all go about our day, you know, there's things that we have to do. If you 
think of your business or any business that you want to start or are doing as a necessity and foster that discipline, then things become a lot more simple, a lot more clear, right? For if there's any confusion you have, just think, no, I have to, right? I have to do anything. Oh, I'm tired. I have to record. Oh, guys, we've had an event already. Let's just stop. No, we have to do another one. We have to, right? So like Lauren said, foster discipline. That's, if all else fails, discipline will get you there. Just to add on what he was saying, I feel like if you haven't really found what works for you best, right, it doesn't hurt to keep trying. Exactly. Really, try something. If it doesn't work out, try move on else. to the next. If that doesn't work out, move on to the next. I promise you, in at least five to ten tries, you'll find something that works for you. And then just improve that little specific thing that you're good at. Just improve the, improve on that. And I can almost guarantee you, I can almost guarantee you that you're going to be successful. Exactly. You know, there's, like he said, just try. You know, even if you do one thing and it fails, you're better off than someone that does nothing. True. You do two things that fail, you're better off than someone that does one and fails. You know, so like Lauren said, keep trying. Mm. It, it won't always happen the first time. It won't. So just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying until you get there. Just so I don't know that, I have a question for everyone on this, even for you, sir. So the other day, a question was asked on the podcast, on the Instagram story, sorry. You mentioned discipline. I mean, it goes hand to hand, but I just want to know from you guys, what do you guys think is more important? Is it discipline or consistency? Mm. And why? Okay. Um, talking about discipline, I think you cannot be consistent if you're not disciplined. Mm. So discipline comes first and then consistency comes second. So by problems. Yeah, yeah. Without discipline, there's no consistency. Yeah, most yeah. Of it, right? They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Right? Without discipline, there's no consistency. You just have to tell yourself, okay, I gotta get up today. Mm. This is what I gotta do today. I gotta do A, B, C. Mm. And I'm gonna do it. It's mm. not a what if, it's, it's, a what, it's a must. It's yeah. when I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Musa got it straight on. They go hand in hand. If you don't have discipline in the first place, you can't be consistent. You know, it's like the example I like to think of whenever I'm, you know, I, I have my days like everyone else. I think of uh, people that go to the gym, people that exercise, people that play sports, that are in good physical condition. They wake up and it's a must. When Messi wakes up, he doesn't, he's not chilling. Like It's a must for him to go to training. It's a must for him to show up to games. It's a must for him to perform. You know, if bodybuilders, they're going in to lift weights, it's a must for them to lift that weight. It's a must for them to diet. It's, it's a must, right? And they have that discipline. That's why they're successful in the field. Right? That's why Messi is, you know, is one of the greatest footballers of all time. That's why, you know, bodybuilders are on stage and, you know, they, they do it for a living, right? Because they are disciplined and as a byproduct, they've built that consistency to take them to the level that they are. Fair enough. That that makes a lot of sense. Personally, I hundred percent stick with discipline because I don't think you can be consistent without being disciplined. Yeah. We we could be co- very consistent with posting, but if you don't want to wake up in the morning and post a little short or a reel or come here and do an episode, there's really no like discipline has to be there. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, discipline. I mean, for the you guys, for the for the viewers, please comment down below what you guys think is more important. Is it discipline or is it consistency, and why? You could think consistency is better. But I just want to find out why. 
But um, moving on, so we've heard a lot about the elevate challenges, the elevate successes, but what's the long-term vision for the group? Is it just now, or when you guys are done studying, that's it? Or what's the vision? Can we get some insight that no one has ever heard before? All right, you guys are going to be the first people to hear this. So actually, whenever I'm asked this question, or anybody in the group is asked this question, like we said earlier, it's a big group of people. So all of us have our own unique creative ideas, and everybody has their own vision of what Elevate could be, or what they want Elevate to be, right? So really and truly, it's a, it's a bunch of things. It's a bunch of things. Like I could go on all day about this, but just to summarize it up, I think the end goal is to just be the peak of entertainment. Just not, not just in Tanzania, but we're looking across East Africa as well, right? Obviously, it's, it's always good to have some confidence, but at the same time, you have to move at a very steady pace. But at the end of the day, right, I feel like we've seen it. We've seen it before, right? Not just amongst ourselves, but with other people. You put your mind into something, you're going to do it. If we say in 10 years or in five years, Elevate is going to have a club. Elevate will have a club, right? Exactly, it's a must. It's a must. In five years, we say we're going to do a festival. Festival in Rwanda, festival in Uganda, right? It's not something that can be done, right? I really don't think it's something that, that's impossible. So really, it just comes down to what each one of us has in terms of the vision for Elevate. But at the end of the day, we still try to keep it connected in a sense where it's something that everybody can enjoy, not just ourselves, but our customers as well. Yeah. It's something that works with everyone just in general. Yeah. Um, talk about the industry, entertainment industry in the country. What do you guys think is helping you guys push you guys forward to doing stuff? Or also, what do you guys think the country or the, the... So talk about the entertainment industry in the country, right? Mm. Do you guys think that it's really helping uh, the event companies do their thing or mm. is there some obstacles that you guys are facing that wish they're not there or and what do you think should be changed for you guys to perform better as an event company? Okay, so that was that's actually a very good question. Right? The entertainment industry in Tanzania. As we spoke before, we um, you know, we've been around, we go uni in different places, so we get to see how the entertainment industry works abroad. Right, so for example, I go to University of Dubai at the moment, and entertainment in Dubai is it's a very very big thing. Right, it's it's uh, you know there's a lot of sports you can go to. There's a lot of things to do, and as far as entertainment, you know there's no shortage. Um, but in Tanzania, we've seen that there's uh, there's some gaps, right? There's some gaps that we want to come in and and fill. You know, like Lawrence has said earlier. A vision that we have is maybe a festival. Uh, that's one of the things that we have as a vision for our company um, uh, in events management. So in Tanzania, with the government, you know, maybe having certain, um, not incentives, but situations where, you know, events companies could operate with more ease that could benefit the private and public sector, right? Because, you know, Everyone benefits from entertainment, right? You know, it's not it's not a limited. It's one of those niches and it's one of those industries that it's not limited at all, mm. right? So when events happen, we pay for venue, you know, we pay for drinks, you know, we get DJs, 
the DJs pay their taxes, we pay our taxes, this, this, and that. So it all circulates from the private to the public sector, and it kind of goes hand in hand. So as far as, you know, uh, the public sector in Tanzania, you know, maybe, you know, having, um, yeah, having incentives or help or backing that can help the industry grow. Because, you know, in the entertainment industry is good for locals and foreigners, right? It's very, very good for an investment for people to come. You know, if, for example, they have uh, um, Kenwa in Zanzibar, right? A lot of foreigners do go, they go and enjoy, they have a good time, and, and that brings in revenue. It brings in revenue for you know the country to benefit. So yeah, I think just not um, underestimating the power of events and entertainment to draw a crowd both internally and a foreign crowd as well. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, end of the day, it's all about supporting, and I think there's no better support than the government support because if the government doesn't support you. I think things are growing, our country is moving big, so we should be seeing some big stuff very, very soon. So, I have a friend that studied medicine, and right now, I can see she has her own online store, she's selling shoes. So, it means she's not applying what she studied in real life. So, you guys are students. Uh, you're studying in Canada, you're in Dubai. So what you're studying right now, how does it help you in your company? Do you really apply those lessons to move on in your company? I think, yeah, that, that is a very good question. And um, just the fact that majority of us in the group are in the business field, one way or another, right? We have some guys that are in finance, some guys that are in marketing, but Obviously, as most of you guys know, the way the school system works is that you have to touch on pretty much a bit of almost everything, right? So what I mean by this is, let's say um, I took a social media marketing course right, a couple of semesters ago, and there's a bunch of stuff that goes into that that I had no clue about. I had no clue about. So it'd be one of those things where it's like I'm learning something, right, for like three to four months. I'm getting knowledge, I'm getting knowledge. So what am I going to do with that? I'm going to open up my phone and text up, elevate group chat. Hey guys, I have an idea. We can do this, this, and this. I feel like this, this, and this is going to help. And so we go on and do it, we go on and do it. And what happens next? It does help. We've got more eyes on our views now, bigger than ever. Yeah. Our followers just keep increasing by the day. Thank you guys so much for following the page. Yeah. But yeah, small things like that, like even just like what, let's say, talking about what, human resources, right? Obviously, I mentioned earlier, right? We're a group of people that know each other. But as much as we are so close as friends, we have to treat each other, we have to treat each other as business partners. Yeah. To some extent, we do have to treat each other as business partners because even though we're friends, right? We have to have that mutual respect. Yeah and say, okay, like when it's time for business, it's time for business. When it's time for friendship, it's time for friendship. So yeah. these are two different things that just, they cannot go hand in hand together. You cannot mix the two at all. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's touched on a very good point for the fact of, you know, everything helps, right? So all of us 
study some form of business and you know business is not it's not one dimension you know we we know how it goes we know there's there's different avenues and we keep learning every day and you know if you're in the world of business you're you're a student forever you keep learning you keep learning as you go you keep learning i can do it this way i can do it this way there's a better way to do it there's a new way to do it and you know us being in university still some people could look at it like oh but like isn't that hard your classes you know they could they could take that view that's a bit negative but we take a different view right we take a more positive view and think we learn something in class today that we can implement tomorrow in real time okay so the course he took social media marketing he learns it in class and he's like yo i could try this for a bit so he doesn't have to wait till the exam paper comes to write it out. He doesn't have to wait <laughs> till he graduates, you know? He doesn't have to wait till he graduates. He can try it in real time. Like, okay, yo, the professor said this, we can do this. All right, cool. Guys, I'm, let, let's try this. Let's see if it works, right? And we can implement it in real time to know that, you know, what we're learning actually works once you graduate and you come out to the real world. So on top of the education part, that's, that's very great to understand. It's true to say because that person did the same thing as well and studied financial business and ended up applying our business model to businesses. But what's the most exciting or what's the most exciting part about running a business while in school? Exciting. Yeah. Exciting, let's see. You know, the thing is, right, I feel like majority, not even majority, all of us in the other group. We like to challenge ourselves, right? I'd say a challenge is a good thing, right? Waking up and knowing that, okay, I can do both school and run a company at the same time. I think it's just it's a sense of fulfillment. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. sense of achievement. Knowing that you're able to balance your time pretty well, put X amount of time here, put X amount of time here, and you'll know when you're overdoing something because everybody knows too much of anything is not good. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know when you're overdoing something. You will know it one or another, nobody has to tell you. So, I, I think it's more of a sense of achievement, knowing that, okay, I can do this and this at the same time, right? And don't let anybody tell you that you can't, because I promise you, if we've listened to the, oh, why are you guys doing this? You can't do this. This is impossible. If we listen to those a couple of years back, and even today, Elevate wouldn't be here. And that's a promise. Uh, they would not be here right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know, it's exciting in <clears throat> in different ways because, like Lauren said, it's it's fulfilling. You know, when when you wake up, and you know that what I'm putting my energy towards outside of school is something that's mine, and it's something that I have a larger vision that I'm working towards. It it fills you with with a with a sense of of you know. Of fulfillment that there's this it's different you know i haven't felt that anywhere else you know I've, I've taken internships i'm in uni still and that feeling that i get when i'm working with my friends and my business partners with elevate doing something that we implement and accomplish on our own is there's no feeling like it 100%. Is there a better feeling also than putting your work in something and seeing this booming up? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know about this, bro. Like, recently, our podcast has been exploding exponentially, right? Uh, some days we even grew 500% in 
in just single day, like it's very fulfilling because you know that the work that you've been putting in is starting to pay off. So yeah. we love seeing like results of our our labor. So that's a very fulfilling thing. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, just for the people that are watching, that were there since we were under fifty subscribers and were still watching us, like I can't lie, like you guys, we appreciate you guys so much. I mean, even them, they were the first people to subscribe to our oh, channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a lot of appreciation. But as of right now, guys, I don't know how to say it, but just looking at the account, the way we're booming, as you're saying, it's it's something that's pushing us to do more. I don't know if you guys can see, but literally over 200,000 people are just going on our accounts and just viewing it. It just, it pushes us to more, to do more. And you guys commenting positive stuff just pushes us to do more. We just get the motivation to do more and more and more and more. And we promise to just keep on doing this. I mean, we really appreciate you guys. And Musa, yep. just give appreciation to them. Just give them a little message. Thank you guys. <laughs> for watching, for subscribing. We really appreciate that. Just a simple example is the elevator have never been on a podcast before, but we decided to bring them here for you guys to just learn and hear what challenges they're facing. How is it so, why is it running so successfully? Like what is going on? We did that for you guys, just for you guys. Have you guys ever been on a podcast? Uh, this is our first time. This is the first one. And, and you know, there's, like you said, it's, it's about helping each other out, right? Like you said, we were there in the beginning. We were there, we, you know, we, me, us and Monty, we've known each other for a long time. Monty has known about Elevate for a long time. We've come to know Musa as well, very well, working together. And, you know, I can honestly tell you guys, anyone that's not subscribed, you're missing out, man. There, there's a lot that is being, you know, provided. There's a lot these guys are telling you. There's a lot, there's a lot you still haven't seen. And, you know, you have to subscribe to see it, man. And like you said, we're here because, you know, we, it's mutual support. Right? You guys are supporting us. We want to support you guys. And, you know, we want to see each other grow. So, you know, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed already, subscribe to MRD. Follow to Instagram. You get me? And Elevate as well. If you haven't seen us anywhere else, you've seen us here. Yeah. So, you know, we have our Instagram is Elevate underscore DSM. You can go give us a follow, see what we've done. And you know, stay tuned for what we're going to do. Yeah, we're gonna we're going to put like all your handles, your personal handles, elevate handles down in the link. Okay. Yeah. So as you guys know, the aim of starting this podcast is to help people to make their own destiny. Because most people they have a lot of potential, but they don't realize their potential. So you guys are very young, young entrepreneurs. So how are you guys making your own destiny? By pursuing elevate yeah that's a good question um anyone that's been a successful business person knows that you know you can't just stick to one thing business is always growing it's always expanding you know you can't stick to one thing elevate is the the main priority for all of us on the team but as individuals as entrepreneurs individually you know, we all have our own uh, uh, plans and aspirations and, you know, growth that we have planned for ourselves. So for me, how I plan to make my destiny with Elevate is obviously take Elevate to new heights, you know, heights that have never been seen before in this country as an events and entertainment business. But also for me to grow my experience as a business person, you know, uh, interacting with other people, 
um, making deals, you know, just growing my personal skill set for me to expand other personal businesses I may have in the future. So um, things like negotiation and human interaction are very, very important in business. And I think this is something that we get an abundance of doing events. Right? So for me personally, that's how I plan to grow because I'm not a very, um, how should I say, I'm not a very social person outside of my friends. You know, I have my friends and, and we're good, but you know, I'm learning to open up more, to be more sociable, to negotiate and to put myself in situation to put myself in situations where I can, you know, make the most out of these experiences and these skills that I'm cultivating. Personally, I think the biggest takeaway, right? And the best way I myself are making my own destiny from Elevate. I think it's just a matter of building a foundation for myself and mm -hmm. just gaining a skill set. As we do events, I'm sure you can agree with me, there is a bunch of stuff we're doing so much simultaneously oh, at yeah. the same time, right? Yeah. Whether it's stuff you're doing on a laptop, whether it's, like Mervyn said, negotiating, closing off these deals, just it's a bunch of random stuff that you're doing, but as you do do them, right? Like, it's only later that you realize what you're doing, right? building your skill set. You know what I'm saying? You're building your skill set and you're prepping yourself for the real business world, mm -hmm. right? This is practical at its finest right now, what we're doing. So anybody that is studying business right now, I do personally advise you, just try, try your best to make it into a very practical manner. So turn the theoretical to practical, basically is what I'm saying, right? You won't know unless you try. Like then again, everybody always says that, but the first step is just building a foundation for yourself, knowing what you want. And through that way, at the end of the day, whether it takes you five, 10 years, two, it doesn't matter. You're still going to be able to make your own destiny. Wow, great response, man. Yeah. I was blown away. That's <laughs> literally like, wow, what a response. What do you think? Yeah, it's all about making your own destiny. So. If you're not pursuing something that is really meaningful to you and you're not making your own destiny then you should start right now and that was the elevate group guys i mean big shout out to them for coming here they have so many events coming up this summer and you guys are gonna have fun by now you guys want to know all about elevate all the insights the challenges they face how they've become so successful and how do they do it while they're still young and studying um is gonna be a big thing you guys are not following them, you guys are missing out. Make sure you guys go follow them and on their recent posts, go tag their NYMD podcast that you guys found them from us. And make sure you guys comment and like this video. And what do you guys, do you guys think? So what's an exclusive event that you guys are going to give us if I like? Like what? So guys, that was the Elevate group. I mean, if you guys didn't know about Elevate, now you know. Now you guys know the insights and outs, the challenges they faced, how they got so successful, and how they're doing it while they're studying. And before we go, or before we end this podcast, I want them to offer an exclusive to us, to the community of MYOD. Let's let them decide how many likes they want for this exclusive. And what are they going to offer us? Because, you know, we're going to have our fun as well. <laughs> right, Musa? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so let's hear it from you guys. What do you guys have to offer, man? As what do you guys want from the community? Okay, as long as you guys can promise 1,000 likes on this video, we promise to give you guys an exclusive event just for you MYOD supporters. An exclusive event, 1,000 likes. Everything on us, you guys just come and have fun. Yeah. You guys have heard it here, man. Just hit the like button. You're gonna have so much fun, man. You guys want a free event. They usually they usually make you chart, they usually make you pay, but you're gonna get a free event, you guys don't want a free event. But man, it was a very good, very good episode, man. Musa, what did you learn today, man? I learned a lot. And right now I understand that entertainment is one of the big industry here in Tanzania. And I'm proud that I have my brothers here who are doing entertainment. So anytime I want to go to an event, I'll be going with them. Of course. Yeah, so I can't wait for more events to come. I know you're not going to stop this. You want to keep doing it. Wow. Yeah. It'll be coming. It'll and the good thing is, your events get better with time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can't wait to see you guys grow to the heights that you all want to reach. Thank you. Thank you. Big shout out to Elevate. Stay tuned for the next episodes. See you guys.